It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome in to tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. The Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks 4-2 to improve to 6-2-0 so far on the year. And to help us break this one down, we bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. And we'll start with the man of the hour, the man of the day. It's Phil Kessel scoring his 400th career NHL goal in his 990th consecutive NHL game. He is the Iron Man in the NHL, and a heck of an accomplishment for a really intriguing player. Pretty neat to have his dad in the building today, and thanks again to Phil Kessel Sr. for joining the broadcast there in the first intermission. It was neat to hear him talk about, and boy, anybody who's a father or a son knows that special relationship, and imagine especially so for Phil Kessel Sr., who played football in college at Northern Michigan, and then uh, was drafted by the Washington Redskins. Uh, never really got an NFL career going. Injury uh, got in the way, but, you know, the family is athletic, and when you have um, a son or a daughter who has any sort of athletic achievement, you know what uh, a parent feels, and boy, oh boy, now to have uh, your son already a two-time Stanley Cup champion, charting up the record books, and then to find himself in a position to attain a record that very well may never be broken. I mean, this is, <laughs> Brent Burns is uh, roughly 400 behind. I should say that. He's roughly 300 behind, but, mm. I mean, he'd have to play many, many more years to approach Phil, who is nowhere near done yet. And uh, after that, it's about the next closest is 300, and then a bunch of guys in the 200s. So uh, that's why we put this in the category of a record that probably is not going to be broken. There are a handful of those. I think, like, Wayne Gretzky's assist record is probably never going to be broken. Like, there's a handful, like, Marty Berdour's shutout record. There's a handful of those NHL records, Ryan, that yeah. are likely not to be broken anytime soon, and I think this Kessel record, I mean, somebody, <laughs> you know, who starts a streak today would not break it would, for 13 <laughs> years. It's a, it's, it's a week shy of 13 years for Phil Kessel when he uh, started this streak. You know, and to me, like, it's just, it's one of those things for Phil where, you know, I, I know that it means something to him. You, you know how much the streak means to a player when they get to this stage. But at what point do you really feel like this accomplishment sets in for Phil Kessel? You know, it's going to linger a little bit here because he's going to hit 1,000. Yeah. And they're going to recognize this accomplishment at T-Mobile Arena on Friday afternoon, 3 o'clock, Knights and Ducks. And then, okay, then it'll just be 991, and then 92, 93, <laughs> 94, 95. But then he's going to hit 1,000, God yeah. willing, here yeah. in the near future. And I think that will be truly uh, celebrated. Uh, and I think that you kind of don't want to do everything twice. So I think that so far the, the recognition has been, I don't want to say muted, but it's not as overwhelming as it was, say, when Patrick Marlowe broke Gordy Howe's record. Uh, there was no next milestone. But I think when they hit 1,000, when Phil hits 1,000, again, God willing, that uh, there will be um, sort of a celebration then, and after that it will kind of fade into the rearview mirror. But it's not fading quite yet. It's going to linger on here for a week or two as he plays his first home game after setting the record and then closes in on 1,000. So it, it'll be a little bit here, but... Then again, you, you think about it, he scored a goal last game that yeah. was taken off the board. Scores a goal today, which did count. So he's got 400. He does have two assists. So he's on a good team. And, um, you know, I think that that is what's really going to keep Phil going 
Um, he's he's a happy guy right now, I would think. Now, it, you did a great job with, with uh, Phil Kessel Sr. In, in that interview. You and Gary did a fantastic job. Did, did you walk away from that or leave that interview feeling uh, or learning something about Phil Kessel or, or learning something about just Phil the person that maybe you didn't uh, going into it? That's a great question. You know, we've, we've heard bits and pieces of the competitiveness that the Kessel siblings have. Blake is yeah. brother and, of course, Amanda is sister. Uh, they've all uh, had great success. Uh, Phil has perhaps been the most notable in his success. Heck, he's got an NHL record and has won the Stanley Cup twice. But <laughs> then when um, that last question we asked Mr. Kessel was, um, uh, of what are you most proud and uh, for Phil, and uh, he talked about Phil's uh, new baby and, of course, uh, grandson for Phil Kessel Sr. And, um, you know, all of those feelings that a dad has for a son, you know, Phil will now have for his daughter. So to hear that from uh, Grandpa Phil Sr., that was pretty cool. Now, Dan, let's just turn our attention to the game here for uh, a couple of questions. Now, the lull in the second period for the Golden Knights, I think it's to be expected. You're on back-to-back -back nights. There's a lot of pomp and circumstance kind of going into this one for Phil Kessel. It was natural that there'd be a pushback from San Jose. But for the second game in a row, the Golden Knights came out, and on the first shift, second shift of the third period kind of took the game over. Uh, the resolve that this team is showing early on has to be uh, something that, that Bruce Cassidy likes to see. Yeah, and I think that Bruce Cassidy is uh, a part of the cause for that. I think that... He has um, been very candid with us about describing what, ha what he has done and what he wants to do, what's working, what's not working, what he sees as uh, execution shortcomings or coaching shortcomings. So what he has to say, what he has to do, and um, you know, the coaches have an impact on what happens out there too. Ultimately, it's on the players, but I think there's something to be said for uh, Bruce's uh, effect on what has happened with that early third period goal that you mentioned and today it wasn't just the one I mean they they seem to grow with it and that hasn't really happened uh, you know you kind of had the back and forth with Los Angeles uh, in the first game but you know they um, they couldn't come back and catch Colorado you know they were sort of unable to, to muster a comeback in Calgary it, it was more of a meltdown and the, the other way right so yeah. uh, it seems to me that they're, uh, they're if you can Championship teams win games in different ways, whether it's building a lead and holding on to it or falling behind and coming from behind and winning a game. And uh, so far, this team is uh, beginning to show that um, it does have that tenacity to come from behind and <laughs> the, uh, the fortitude to start off hot. And, uh, there, I, I'm sure there are other ways to win, too, and we'll likely see some of them over the course of the next 73 games. Yeah, the, the fortitude, but, but the balance as well. You yep. get a goal from your top line, your second line, your third line in this game, and then you get some scoring from the blue line. I, I know that Bruce Cassidy's configuration is a bit more top-heavy, but uh, if Phil Kessel continues to produce and you continue to get some production out of your, out of your bottom six, even with a more top-heavy heavy configuration, the balance is still there. Yeah, and, and Bruce has been quick to point out that what the lines look like right now may not necessarily be what the Lions look like in a couple of weeks. You know, there are other players that 
will likely get into the lineup at some point here. Um, and that's okay. Like there's, there's, it's not as though they're searching for the Holy Grail and once they find it, they'll just use that forever. I think that there is a, there's something to be said for that reality for Bruce Cassidy, and there's nothing wrong with that. So uh, whether if it's working right now, they'll stick with it, but they'll also evolve. You know, Bruce has also told us that some of the things he's had in mind over the summer, he didn't want to put into place right away because of existing chemistry, but, you know, the power play units that he's changed up a little bit of late, you know, that seems to be working well too. So pushing the right buttons at the right time is, uh, is what stands out as it, as it relates to moving players into different positions. All right, Dan, your uh, final thoughts on a banner night for Phil Kessel, a 4-2 victory for the Vegas Golden Knights before turning your attention to Friday against Anaheim. Yeah, I'm just wondering what music Gary will be listening to on the way home when uh, to celebrate <laughs> the win, as we talked about earlier. Yeah, I'll be turning on the Springsteen probably. Fantastic stuff, as always, Dan. Hey, thanks for doing this. Thanks for jumping on here. And uh, I will chat with you on Friday. Sounds good. Thank you, Ryan. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, helping us break down a 4-2 victory for the Vegas Golden Knights over the San Jose Sharks. Vegas 6-2-0 on the year. We'll next be in action on Friday at 3 o'clock against the Anaheim Ducks. And with tonight's Golden Knights win, you win as well. Enjoy 31% off menu-priced pizzas at Pizza Hut tomorrow using the code VGKWINS on PizzaHut.com. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Postgame show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance Postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks 4-2. On Phil Kessel becomes an Iron Man night. Uh, that's what I'm going to affectionately call this night. 990th consecutive NHL game for Phil Kessel. A record 13 years in the making for Phil Kessel, but now he stands alone uh, on the top of the most consecutive games played, and he will continue to add to that number on Friday against Anaheim when the Golden Knights take on the Ducks. The postgame injury report is brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital of the Vegas Golden Knights. Didn't look like there were any injuries for Vegas in this game tonight. You had Mark Stone in back-to-back situation for the first time in quite a while uh, and kind of grew into the game, got better as the game wore on. Now, I I do wonder if there will be some lineup decisions to be made, not because of injury, uh, but because you do have Paul Cotter and Jake LeCision, who are Uh, Sitting on the sidelines for the Vegas Golden Knights, Ben Hutton as well on the blue line. But, you know, for the Golden Knights, I think you look at, you know, where things might be a little stagnant. Uh, I think you can make the argument that you're you're maybe not getting exactly what you want out of the fourth line. Uh, A little bit of a stagnant game for them. But again, it's on the road, their matchup uh, limitations. So I'm not sure if there's going to be any changes in terms of the lineup when the Golden Knights take on the Ducks on Friday. Uh, But I wouldn't be surprised if you're trying to spot in one of Paul Cotter, Jake LeCision, or maybe even a Ben Hutton uh, for a game or two just to get them a game, get the the legs moving in the right direction uh, for this Vegas Golden Knights team. But we will see what the lineups are going to look like on Friday when we get there. Let's take a look at the highlights in this game and the first one it belongs to Phil Kessel. Phil Kessel becomes the Iron Man of the NHL, his 990th consecutive NHL game. Ready to go here at SAP Center. They drop the puck. We're underway. Phil Kessel 
has broken the NHL Ironman record. 990 consecutive games. Played the puck just outside the line, and the whistle is for offside. 990 consecutive games for Phil Kessel. The enigmatic everyman is now the NHL's Ironman. Ironman Phil Kessel just by virtue of getting to the game, just by virtue of taking that first shift, becomes the NHL's Ironman leader, 990th consecutive NHL game. And wouldn't you know it, Phil Kessel would open the scoring for his 400th career NHL goal. Howden guides it towards center, it's Kessel. Coming ahead, Kessel closes in towards the net, he shoots, he scores! Phil Kessel, goal 400 in consecutive game 990. A breakaway for Phil Kessel. His first strike as a member of the Golden Knights. one nothing Vegas with four minutes to go in the first period. First goal of the year for Phil Kessel. 400th in his career in his 990th consecutive NHL game. The assist go to Brett Howden at 15:51 of the first period to make it one to nothing Vegas, and the Golden Knights would take that one nothing lead into the second period. And if the first period belonged to the Golden Knights, the second period belonged to the San Jose Sharks as Nico Sturm scored the equalizer just five minutes in. LeBanc sets it up, right circle, Svenchnikov back out high for a shot, score! <laughs> Tipped in front, the Sharks have tied it. His fourth goal in his ninth game. Goals in consecutive games for Sturm, it's a 1-1 contest. Nico Sturm's fourth of the year from Kevin LeBanc and Evgeny Svechnikov at 5.33 the second period tied the game at one. Shortly thereafter, Aiden Hill had to make our AAA insurance save the game. Left corner for Hill. Has some help. Puck came through. Extra pass. A shot saved by Hill. Stopping Eric Carlson. Out of the zone on the deflected puck. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. Triple-A outsmart life. So Aiden Hill doing his part to keep this game tied. But as the period wore on, the Sharks would take advantage of a VGK turnover, and Matt Nieto would give the Sharks a lead. Put it out across for Marchessault, but he was tied up. Here's a lead pass. Nieto down the middle. He scores! Matt Nieto, the Long Beach, California native, goes top right corner. He puts San Jose in the lead, 2-1. to one. Matt Nieto's first of the year from Tomas Hurdle and Mark Edward Vlasic at 19.25 in the second period made it 2-1 to one San Jose. And the Sharks would take that 2-1 to one lead into the third period. The Golden Knights needed to regroup. It was not a strong second period for Vegas at all. But for the second time in as many games, the Golden Knights would open the third period with a goal inside the first minute. This time, it's Shea Theodore tying the game. Smith trying to change that, put it on goal. Reimer made a save, but the puck was just sitting behind him. Now a right point shot, they score! Theodore skipped it through. Vegas ties it. Theodore second of the season. And the Knights, a minute into the third period, have made this a brand new hockey game. Shea Theodore second of the year from Braden McNabb and Jonathan Marcheseau, just 55 seconds into the third period, tied the game at two. 
The Golden Knights would continue to press, and William Carlson would make a fantastic individual play to help Vegas regain their lead. Smith to Carlson through the center logo. Cuts left into the zone. Carlson shoots. He scores! William Carlson zips it in. Vegas takes a 3-2 lead. Carlson scores his third goal of the season. William Carlson's third of the year from Riley Smith and Alec Martinez at 13-13 of the third period made it 3-2 Vegas. Carlson crossed up Eric Carlson in the neutral zone and just let one rip right past James Reimer. And then just a minute later, Mark Stone would add to the lead after a great pass from Chandler Stevenson. Drops it off for Theodore, skating up top. Back to the left, Stevenson accelerates at the left dot, slings it in front, they score! Mark Stone, the backdoor tap-in for two Golden Knights. 5.45 to go in the third period. And someone hit the goal horn. Second goal of the year for Mark Stone from Chandler Stevenson and Shea Theodore. 14-15 of the third period. Made it 4-2 Vegas. The Sharks would pull James Reimer with about four minutes left. The Golden Knights had a couple of opportunities on the empty net, unable to cash in, but it, the game was out of reach for San Jose, and all that was left here was the final call. Eric Carlson looks over to the left. Meyer fires from center, sticks in. That's a frustration shot for Timo Meyer, who has no goals in nine games. This one is in the books. The Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks 4-2. to two. And there it is, final score, 4-2 to for the Vegas Golden Knights as they defeat the San Jose Sharks to improve to 6-2-0 on the year. 12 points for the Vegas Golden Knights already before they are in action again Friday at 3 o'clock against the Anaheim Ducks. That'll be a 2 o'clock pregame show right here. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance postgame show presented by Dollar Loan Center. These, this is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. <laughs> We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. The AAA Insurance postgame show, the Vegas Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks 4-2, the final score here tonight for the Vegas Golden Knights. And uh, balance and goaltending, balance and goaltending. The Golden Knights get a goal from Mark Stone, from William Carlson, from Phil Kessel. That's your top line, your second line, your third line, all showing up on the score sheet for the Vegas Golden Knights. You get great goaltending once again from Aiden Hill, who, you know, you're looking at a goalie that's just given up about two goals a game. That is absolutely a number that you want to and can live with if you're the Vegas Golden Knights. You're going to get, you know, two goals against on a nightly basis. The Golden Knights are going to win a lot of hockey games. They just are. Uh, Aiden Hill, 3-0 to start his Vegas Golden Knights career. Logan Thompson, a couple hard luck losses, but he's been phenomenal too for the Golden Knights. And I think you know the questions that you had coming into this season surrounded on more or less two topics for the Golden Knights. What kind of goaltending are they going to get? And where are the goals going to come from? Early on, it, it, the answer is, well, it's going to come all throughout the lineup because the Golden Knights have a very balanced attack. You got three goals on the year from William Carlson, a couple for Jack, uh, three for Jack Eichel, two for Mark Stone, three for Chandler Stevenson. Like there's balanced goal scoring on this hockey club, and Logan Thompson and Aiden Hill have been equal to the task through the first eight games of the year. Now, eight games is a small sample size, admittedly. I, I get that, I understand that, but. 
if the Golden Knights are able to keep this pace up and they're able to continue to put together strong 60-minute efforts, then, again, I think that they're going to win a lot of hockey games. That's just kind of the way that they're built. And, you know, you look at the Golden Knights right now, adapting to and understanding what Bruce Cassidy wants from them over the course of a 60-minute effort, what he wants from his team in the neutral zone, in the defensive zone, in the offensive zone. I think the Golden Knights are, are, are dialed in a little bit sooner this season than many would have anticipated. I don't know many people. And I'm sure we'll get, you know, maybe the answer to this in the extended postgame show. Like, I don't know how many people are out there that had the Golden Knights going 6-2-0 and in their first eight games, right? Like, and the, the path, right, like the path for the Golden Knights is really intriguing because you've got Anaheim and you're not going to pencil in wins here. We're not in the business of doing that right now. But for the Golden Knights, championship teams, really good teams, elite teams in this league, they win the games they're supposed to win. Tonight against San Jose was a game that Vegas was supposed to win. Was it their best game of the year? No, it wasn't what they did last night against Toronto. That was a a beautiful 60-minute effort from the Golden Knights. Tonight, it wasn't that. But what it was is a team that had the understanding and the wherewithal to take a game over in the third period. They had the ability to do it. They had the talent to do it. And they worked hard to do it. And those are the things that you really need from, from a team, right? So for the Golden Knights early on this year, everything's kind of going and moving in the right direction. You like to see that. Now you get the the milestone has been passed for Phil Kessel, who I think is starting to really get to his game for the Golden Knights. And if you're going to get the type of production Vegas has gotten up and down the lineup, then you're going to win a lot of hockey games. I, I, I know you're going to want more more complete efforts than what you got tonight from the Golden Knights. But if the end result is the same and you're taking care of business when you need to take care of business, you'll take that all day long if you're Bruce Cassidy and the Vegas Golden Knights. We're back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. Presented by Dollar Loan Center, this is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks 4-2, the final in tonight's game. Vegas 6-2-0 on the year. Take on the Anaheim Ducks Friday at 3 o'clock. That is the next game on the docket for the Vegas Golden Knights. Looking at... uh, Really strong start to the year for the Golden Knights. 12 points. That's tied for first place in the NHL. So you'll take that in a prove-it year for the Vegas Golden Knights. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Windows and Solar. So for the Golden Knights, it's a storybook start to the game. You're honoring Phil Kessel for breaking the NHL's consecutive games played streak set by Keith Yandel last season. Phil Kessel, 990th consecutive NHL game. He gets the Golden Knights on the board with his 400th career NHL goal. And not bad, a couple of milestones in the span of about 15 minutes within the game. And then the Golden Knights just kind of went to sleep on him a little bit. The San Jose Sharks, they push back. you got to give San Jose a lot of credit there for kind of taking the game over in the second period and pushing it to the Vegas Golden Knights. Now, the Golden Knights were able to regroup within 
that second intermission and they came out and and really just took over the game and it started with their first line it bled through to their second line and for a golden knights team that has a lot of talent for a golden knights team that's trying to prove to the hockey world that they are still contenders these are the types of games you need to win where you don't have your best stuff when you're on the second half of a back-to-back when you're going up against a former rival when you've got all distractions swirling around you you have to dig deep and find a way to beat a team that is not on your level if you are a contender the golden knights did it tonight you're going to be looking to do it again on friday against anaheim that's going to do it for us here on the triple a insurance post game show extended post game show is next presented by dollar loan center this is the vegas golden knights radio network Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. Back to your calls. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks 4-2. To improve to 6-2-0 on the year. Same night that Phil Kessel scores his 400th career NHL goal in his 990th consecutive NHL game. The NHL has a new Iron Man. His name is Phil the Thrill. 702-876-1340. 702-876-1340. That's the number. You know what to do. It's a it's a, an historic night for the Vegas Golden Knights for Phil Castle. So pick up the phone and give me a call. 702-876-1340 is the number. We can talk about a 6-2 and 0 Vegas Golden Knights team. I'm curious, how many people had that on their bingo card? How many people thought that the Golden Knights would be 6-2-0 through the first eight games of the year? That the Golden Knights would have an opportunity to really do something special here in the first ten games and set themselves apart, create some separation, and give themselves some breathing room to prove to the hockey world that they are still legitimate contenders. 702-876-1340. We can talk about the 6-2-0 Golden Knights. We can talk about the Iron Man Phil Kessel. Any direction you want to go, let's do it. 702-876-1340. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Ryan? Oh, I'm good. So I, I think that nothing less than what happened can be expected from someone whose name is Phil the Thrill to on back-to-back nights break or tie the Iron Man record and then break it. And both nights you get to celebrate and score your 400th goal. Yeah, it's it's amazing, right? Like you you never get to uh, to celebrate the one thing twice yet for Phil Kessel. Uh he got to celebrate 400 goals twice and yeah, I'm just glad that this one there was there was a no doubter on it, right? Like there was no offside. There was there wasn't going to be anything that that took that goal off the board and Phil I uh, just got to ex- uh, to celebrate that moment. It, it's a it's a fantastic milestone. Yeah, it was it was lots of fun. Um, it, it and, and beyond that, the record right now for the night 
the only two games that they've lost have been one goal losses to the defending Stanley Cup champions and one of the better teams in the league and in the division. So, I mean, honestly, you can't ask for a much better start than they've gotten. And I do hope it continues and ready to see it keep rolling. Let me ask you, are you surprised by it? No. I mean, I'm very optimistic, I think. So I'm excited by it. I think that, you know, what held us back last year was injuries. And that hasn't happened this year. So I don't think it should be that surprising when we have a healthy team that have players capable of putting up great numbers, great minutes, great defense. Like, it's just, I don't think it's that surprising. Yeah, you know what, Stephanie? I'm not surprised by it either. And thank you for the call. Like, I still think there's another gear or two or three for this Golden Knights team, and they're already kind of ahead of schedule to me in terms of implementing what Bruce Cassidy wants them to do, the system that they're going to play. I think this team's ahead of schedule. And as they grow, as they continue to build within that structure, they're going to be a really, really difficult team to match up against over the course of an 82-game season. And dare I say it, Dare I say it, the playoffs. So we'll, we'll get there. I, I know it's early in the season. A lot of things can happen. But right now, uh, a solid start to the year for the Vegas Golden Knights. All right. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Dare to say it. The playoffs definitely in our, in our rear, not rearview mirror, but in the, uh, in the future for sure. I feel sorry for Dave Gosher and Shane Knighty. Would have been so much fun for them to have called this big game. And uh, it will. I'm sure they missed it as much as we missed hearing them tonight. But at any rate, uh, a great game, another good one, another solid one. I want to ask you a procedural question. Okay. Because uh, pulling goalies is is not an exact science. In, in you know, in football, they know when to go for two and when to go for one, and so on. But when do you pull a goalie? Because when you're down by two, last night it was three minutes and 30 seconds to go. Tonight it was four minutes and 20 seconds. When would you pull a goalie with a two-goal deficit? Honestly, I'd probably pull a goalie at like eight minutes left. Wow. Yeah, like, yeah I no, mean. Nobody does it, that. I mean, almost, well, I've never seen that. Well, I mean, you know, Patrick Waugh doesn't coach in the league anymore, but uh, he, <laughs> he, would, he would be pretty – pretty liberal with when he'd pull his goaltender to try to get his team back into the game. I I mean, listen, if I trusted my forwards, if I trusted my team to go out there and hold on to pucks and and tried to create uh, some offense and it just wasn't working five on five, I mean, at that point, you really don't have much to lose. It's a two-goal deficit. The likelihood that you're going to come back is is fewer and farther between, but you want to give your team as, as much opportunity and, and as much chance as possible. Uh, if it were me, I'd be aggressive with it, and, and I'd, I wouldn't wait until there's just you know 90 seconds or two minutes. Like You, you want to give your team a, a larger framework with which to work, and, and I, I wouldn't be shy about it. That's an interesting perspective on it. I hadn't thought that long of a time, but it wouldn't bother me at all to see that happen if it ever roles get reversed at some point. Well, I, I can only say that I, for one, will be glad of the 3 o'clock, 5 o'clock, and then 5 straight 4 o'clock starts. <laughs> I don't know about you, but many people out there, I'm sure, will be. W- would you look at Friday as a potential trap game, though, possibly? Uh, you know, it's interesting. I I don't know that I would. Um, 
and this is kind of a larger thought process that I have when it comes to this team over the course of this year. Like when when you don't make the playoffs as a prohibitive favorite to win the division, when you don't make the playoffs as a favorite to win the Stanley Cup, and you know how good you are, you know the type of team that you have, Coming into this year, like I don't view any games for the Golden Knights as trap games. I know there will be some. I think it's going to be a lot further into the year. I think this team's on a mission to prove something, and you have an opportunity to really put the NHL on notice by going, you know, by by going with a with a with a really strong record through your first ten to twelve, twelve to fifteen games. I think the Golden Knights are looking at every game as an opportunity to announce themselves to the world that they are for real, they are who they've always been, and they are going to take names all year long. So uh, I view Friday night against Anaheim as as another situation, another opportunity for the Golden Knights to prove to everybody that they are legit contenders. So I don't think okay. they're going to take those those games off. I think they're looking to make a statement every single time they hit the ice. Well, I hope you're right. I know Dan mentioned that the division is three bottom feeders and five contenders, and I just feel really sorry for Bruce Boudreaux because I think he's playing for his job tomorrow night against the Kraken. I don't know what you think about that. Yeah, you know what, Mike? That's a really interesting one. Thank you for the call. Um, Vancouver's interesting. Um, They can't lose to Seattle. I mean, they can't win. It doesn't feel like they can win at this moment. But the Vancouver Canucks absolutely cannot lose to the Seattle Kraken uh, tomorrow night. They, they just they just simply can't. It's really that simple. Uh, thanks, for Mike, for the call. 702-876-1340. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Sal. Hey, Sal, how you doing? Uh, good. I hope I don't have to call the show this late again the rest of the year. This is, this is quite this is about as late as the game is going to end on the West Coast. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's seven thirty start times. I uh, I'm listen. I love hockey. Seven thirty start times are rough. Well, they did it, and the Rangers Avalanche game went to overtime, which is what pushed it back twenty minutes on top of it. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> seven fifty. Oof. Oh boy. Yeah, and but anyway, the, today was tonight was great. Uh, two things brought some uh, vintage nostalgia. The yeah. first one was Shea Theodore's tying goal. I miss seeing him take those shots from in between the circles. That was like his. That was his shot in year one, year two, and then also that wild uh, Carlson's goal mm-hmm. coming down diagonally reminded me of Game Three uh, back in year one when he won that game in OT. Yeah. Almost the exact opposite angle, but same same good shot. And I, I hope to see more of that this year. Yeah, you know what, Sal? I, I think you are. Uh, Will Carlson, to me, looks really, really good, incredibly confident right now with his game. And for a player that, that really kind of lives on feeling the confidence, the fact that he's already got three goals on the year, the fact that he's got a game winner tonight against San Jose, uh, and he's he's been very uh, dialed in offensively, um, I, I think you're going to get a lot more moments like that from William Carlson this year. Looking forward to it. And the last two things I wanted to say, Mm-hmm. Um, Anaheim, number 32 in the league in shots against. So expect expect a lot of help um, on the offensive side. Should be a high-scoring game on Friday, at least on our end. And the second thing is this team, eight games in, is unrecognizable with the team that choked away 
games at the end of the, the year last year when we needed those wins. So unrecognizable in a good way, and I'm glad to get that. The, the sting from last year starting to, to dissipate. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, thanks for the, for the call, Sal. Uh, this is a very different Golden Knights team, and I think that you're starting to, to begin to really see that if you're a fan of this hockey club. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Chip the goalie. Hey, Chip, how you doing? Hey, excellent. Uh, just got off the ice at uh, Lifeguard Arena and uh, missed missed the whole game. Uh, and what um, you know, what do you, what do you think the highlights are? What you know, one paragraph. What's what's there at? Obviously, you know, Phila the Thriller. You know, <laughs> setting records, scoring goals, doing what he does. But what you know, what else do you think is a highlight that everybody takes away from tonight? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously Phil Kessel, that's that's the big one for me. But beyond Phil Kessel, uh, it's that the Golden Knights were, were trailing going into the third period, and for the second night in a row, they just took the game over. They, they went out, they willed themselves to, to get right back in uh, with, with a goal 55 seconds into the third period from Shea Theodore to tie it up. And then you have William Carlson and Mark Stone taking the game over. Your top six propels you to a victory it wasn't a perfect game but the golden knights did enough to win that's great to hear thank you guys and this is how i get to experience the game uh you know so many nights i in terms of late night a monday night i had a game at city national at 11 p.m so it's uh (laughs) you know it could be worse absolutely hey chip thanks for uh, calling in i appreciate it buddy uh thank you that is uh, the extended postgame show is really fun. It's always great when you guys call in. Uh, we'll take a break when, and get to more calls when we come back. 702-876-1340 on the extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Wrapping it up here on the extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks 4-2. To improve to 6-2-0 and on the year, tied for first in the NHL through eight games played for the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, strong game from the Golden Knights. It wasn't their best. It wasn't uh, a complete 60-minute effort. you got to give a lot of credit to the San Jose Sharks. They, they really took it to the Golden Knights in the second period. I think there was a natural letdown after Phil Kessel scored to 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 get career number 400 uh, for himself on the night that he breaks the NHL Ironman streak. Uh, I think there was going to be a natural letdown. The Sharks took advantage of that in the second period. They took it to the Golden Knights. But the damage was minimized for Vegas. It probably could have been a lot worse going into the third period. And then uh, your gamers show up for the Golden Knights. You you get a a goal from Shea Theodore. You get a goal from William Carlson in, in vintage William Carlson fashion by crossing up Eric Carlson, making him look foolish at the neutral zone, and then he just rips one by James Reimer, and then Chandler Stevenson creating in the zone, using speed, using movement, using seams to get Mark Stone backdoor tap-in goal as the insurance marker. For me, it was uh, a Golden Knights team that took advantage and took over in the third period and, and took a game from the San Jose Sharks when it mattered and meant the most. So that's the type of stuff you want to see from a Golden Knights team that is looking to make some waves again in the NHL this year. They have a lot to prove, and they've done a great job through eight games showing that they are for real. Now it's about continuing to grow and to build and find results like you did tonight against the Sharks. The Golden Knights will next be in action on Friday at 3 o'clock against the 
Anaheim Ducks. That'll be a 2 o'clock pregame show. Thanks to Mateo Lopez-Gonzalez down here. Making sure everything sounds great. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio for keeping us on the air. And thanks to you, our listeners and our callers. It's your postgame show. It's not as much fun without your input. Until Friday, have a great night, everybody. We will talk to you then right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.